shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at Slide a family stone here on a Wednesday. Yes, have some. Thanks again to uh, J.C. Price for joining us in hour number two. It's the Hall of Fame Power Hour. Lead it off with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. It's time for the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? I'm well. Good morning to you. Good to be with you again on this Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. A nice day today and a nice day in Hokie Nation last weekend. Yeah, it was good to get a win over Wake Forest. There's a lot of optimism heading into this open date as the Hokies now 2-1 and one in conference play. And a win against Syracuse next Thursday would uh, have us heading into November feeling even more euphoric i think you said it bill you said it three weeks ago you know what conference play now time to reset and that's exactly that seems to be what's happening yeah the three games even the florida state game although the Hokies lost they played better and i think clearly uh kyron drones is getting better uh, in in the pittsburgh game he was responsible for five touchdowns and so that list is like logan thomas and brian randall and then against wake forest he throws for over what, 360 yards and runs for more than 50. And the only guys that have done that are Gerard Evans and uh, Brian Randall, right? I mean, Michael Vick never did that attack. Mm -hmm. He's only started five games. (laughs) So you've got to be really excited, A, the drones is getting better, and B, that the offense has been tweaked to better fit his skill set. All these misdirection plays and the kind of what Jamie Chadwell does now at Liberty but did at Coastal Carolina where you're – doing a lot of misdirection, and, and it, it, there's a little option in there as well, but it's more to keep the linebackers and safeties honest. And just imagine if, if Ollie Jennings and Gallo hadn't gotten hurt, right? What this thing could yeah, look like. it'd be a different – even if we didn't have that rain delay in the Purdue game. 
Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can't go back. Uh, by the way, I thought Chris Marv, you had JC on earlier this mm-hmm. morning on your show. I thought that the way they schemed Wake was really good. You know, when when you play a team that is having quarterback issues, you you, you know, it's it's easier to defend them, right? Because you knew the way quarterbacks weren't going to run, and they they can't protect their passer, and they're not really good throwers. And so when you know that that's coming, I mean, they're clearly missing Sam Hartman, a quarterback at Wake, and the Hokies knew that, and they were playing a team that was really struggling at that position, and, boy, they took advantage of it. Is this the game coming up, Bill, you look at for your own self and go, okay, if you can win Sy- against Syracuse, then that bowl talk should be kind of thrown around a lot more because it does seem yeah, like I think that's trigger. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the Hokies would be 3-1 and one in the league, and they'd be 4-4 four and four going into the month of November. you got to win six games to get to a bowl. And so you look at that November schedule and you go, all right, you got NC State at home, you got UVA, and you got Boston College. And if you could win – and Louisville on the road, but if you could win two, you go to a bowl game. So – you know, you knew coming into the season that you had to get six, and that's why September was so important. The Hokies went one and three in September, but now uh, they have very little margin for error, obviously. They're going to have to win three more games. And if they did that and they finished five and three in the league, it could be a better bowl than you, th- that you might have expected sure. coming into this season, right? Sure. I mean, take a look at the Canes. Like, Miami got off to this great start, and they got really good players. I don't think there's any question about that. But they're 0-2 in the conference now, right? They're 0-2 in the ACC, mm-hmm. and they play Clemson Saturday. If Clemson wins, and they're favored to, if Clemson wins the game against the Canes, Miami's 0-3. Right. They'd have to win out to get the 5-3. So, and I don't know that Miami can do that. they still got to play Florida State. That's <laughs> right? true. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the Hokies' schedule's a bit favorable. All right, uh, let people know what's going on in Raleigh down at NC State. Well, it's not at Raleigh. The, the Raleigh newspaper this morning at 5.30, the, a bombshell story written by Andrew Carter and Corey Dean on how ACC expansion really went down. Uh, this has nothing to do with NC State right. other than, uh, you know, their president says they didn't flip, but in reality they did. And what these writers did is they got all the text messages. They have everything. Oh, wow. From NC State's chancellor. UVA's chancellor, Virginia's uh, people, um, from Ben Sutton, our my, a dear friend of mine, but yes. a Wake Forest donor who was incredibly influential in this. And, I, and I'm telling you that when Jim Phillips, the commissioner, was sending text messages, I don't think he thought they would be in the October 18th Raleigh newspaper. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So now we know. And so they bring up a lot of things, why they felt they had to expand, uh, why, the, why NC State, which was so opposed to the West Coast teams at SMU, flipped. Now, they're claiming, well, we didn't flip as much as the metrics changed. But what became clear in these text messages that we read this morning is that the league, the, the, the presidents and the ADs are not going to be all on board on this performance-based revenue split. Um, what's very clear is that North Carolina and Florida State really want out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's brought up is, did NC State do this as a quid pro quo for AAU membership? Meaning that if you take Stanford, uh, Stanford and Cal, they'll work to get NC State in the AAU. No, now, okay. Everyone is denying that, right? But that's it's brought up at length in this article. Um and again, Ben Ben is very influential. 
This was very huge for Wake Forest. They really felt uh, – Wake Forest and, and, and a lot of people really felt that what happened to the Pac-12 could happen to the ACC. And if it dropped below 14 teams, ESPN could renegotiate. And even though you've got the grant of rights, it was very important to go above 14 so that if Florida State and North Carolina and one other leave – ESPN is still on the hook for the money. So anyway, I think it's 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 a very very long story, um, and again, some of the when when it came out, the people on the text thread, and I don't know how they FOIA'd it, but you know how a text thread is. If if one person is using a state phone and is texting on it, then everything every exchange in that text thread becomes public, mm-hmm. and so that's what they have. And, and nothing, you know. Looking back on it, it kind of all makes sense. But one of the one of the presidents, I'm not, I don't recall who it said, said, "Is none is information not sacred anymore?" Because it leaked early. ESPN's Pete Thamel released or broke the story, right? And he said, "How do, you know is information not sacred anymore?" And the fact of the matter is, if you're texting with someone on a state issued phone, and it that phone is subject to a FOIA. Freedom of Information Act request, everything on that thread is out. That's right. And that's what happened today. So I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a lesson in journalism. It's a, it's a solid timeline story that uh, Andrew and, and Corey wrote. She's terrific. Andrew's a longtime ACC guy. I think if you're an ACC traditionalist, if, you're, if you are an ACC traditionalist, you will read that story and go, man, NC State cut a side deal. Mm-hmm. If you are a Virginia Tech fan, you're going, it was the right vote because, A, you're getting seven more million dollars a year maybe. B, if what happened to the Pac-12 starts happening to our league somehow, we have th- we have three new teams, we'll stay at 14. And as a result, you have the opportunity to keep that revenue. Because if you if you lost North Carolina and Florida State – and one other, whoever it is, whether it's Clemson or someone else, um, and didn't have three new teams coming in, ESPN could take a substantial part of that revenue away. And so it's, it was the safe play. It was, a, it, was, it was basically building a backstop, which is a financial term, right? It was building a backstop. Right, in case right. there's a wild pitch, the ball's not going to go too far away. Like the odds of the catcher catching the ball are pretty high. Mm-hmm. But if he missed... There's a and and that's what this is. It's just a safety net. Now the question is, is as the Raleigh paper brings, was there a quid pro quo for NC State's Chancellor Randy Woodson for changing his vote? And he won't he won't do interviews, which probably indicates yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not I, because I don't know that it's Stanford and Cal's. It's not their call, right? Now, right. Now they, now they swing some weight. I think, and they go also. The other thing they go through is how SMU's, Stanford, Stanford and Cal took huge financial uh, reductions in the in their, and that's all like the texts between UVA's Jim Ryan and ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips. They talk about that. Like the metrics have changed now. Count Stanford will take less, and an SMU booster. Uh, talking to NC State, but we have those texts. So you can see, like, as soon as SMU said we won't take money for a number of years, you know, that that, that changed the metrics on it. But it, it, it's really interesting, quote, it's interesting journalism. And, you know, just like when the Hokies got into the ACC in 2004, there were politics at play. Mm-hmm. 
there were politics at play. And, and, and who are the power players in the ACC as of now? And they are not maybe not names that you know, right? Like, how many Hokie fans know who Randy Woodson is? Right, yeah. Well, now you know. Now you know, and, right. And, and so I, I, it's, it's worth reading. Um, I think it's – if you have something really important, don't text it. Don't text it, especially on a state phone. That's a great point. <laughs> don't text it, even if you have a private phone. Yeah. Because you may be yeah. texting it to somebody who, who is on a state phone. Mm, that's true. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So Good stuff. Uh, I, it, it's it's – it's a pretty big story. I, I, I think you should. Every, everyone should read it. Yeah, it's going to take a out. while. This isn't a, a two. Yeah, read. this is investigative stuff. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. All right, we got the SMA update coming. Your Baker team game of the week. The RV Heart Clinic top three. Speaking of the Baker team, Louise is giving away another prize package. This is for the Syracuse game coming up next Thursday night. So I will give that away as well. All that's coming up with Bill Roth and the Roth Report as we roll along here. On this glorious, and I do mean it is a glorious, a nice day outside here. It's going to be sunny a little bit later on. David Teal in about 15 minutes or so. We'll be back. Stay with us. More with Bill and the Roth Report. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. And True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. As the real estate market continues to soften, consider selling your real estate and personal property with the Louise Baker team and Linkus Auctioneers. Larry Linkus is a 51-year veteran with auction sales. With experience, knowledge, dedication, and the Virginia State Champion Auctioneer. Linkus Auctioneer stands ready to handle your auction event. Larry Linkus can offer certified personal property appraisals as well as live and online auctions. Check them out at LinkusAuctioneers.com. They are a long-standing company in the New River Valley. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda remind you when it's time to sell, check us out at NRVHomes.com. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we do welcome you back to the Roth Report, the SMA update from Bill Roth. What's going on with the youngsters? Today we're talking about regional sports networks and, you know, monumental sports network, which is in D.C., and... Our viewing area is uh, owned by the the Caps, the Wizards, the Mystics, the that group, mm-hmm. and uh, they're on the air now. Brand new regional sports network. They're going direct to consumer. You don't need to have cable TV to watch the Caps. You don't need cable TV to watch the Wizards. You can watch it on your phone. You can watch it on your TV using a, a brand new app. So we talk about how RSNs work. The issue with Bally and Sinclair, which are the owners of that, it's all uh, tied together because that's the money that 
obviously the players get money from television money. And what happens if the TV network goes broke, the local group? And Major League Baseball has had to take over some RSN. So that's what we're talking about in class today, The kind of the business side of it. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, again, this isn't the, you know, you you think what we talk about is, uh, you know, Jalen Lane scoring touchdowns and we do, but more important for these kids is to understand the business, the broadcasting. Certainly, certainly. And monumental sports, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting concept. You know, I, I do think that, you know, like the yes network, you can subscribe to that no matter where you live and you can watch every Yankees game. Right. So it, it, it's not necessarily new. It's just new for, the Caps and the Wizards. What are you looking at for your Baker team game of the week? Our Baker up? team game of the week. So I mentioned the Clemson-Miami game Saturday. That's a good one. It's a good one, but it's number three on my list. Yeah, And then the noon game on Fox, Penn State-Ohio State. Mm-hmm. That may be the best college game of the year, at least to this point. And that's not my game of the week either. Though. Uh-oh, okay. I will, I will watch both of them. It's... um. It's Sunday night. Dolphins five and one at Eagles five mm, and one. Good NFL call though. Sunday night. Football. Yeah, that game is, you know, that's going to be so fun to watch. I like it. I like it. While we're uh, talking about the Baker team, Louise Baker's given uh, another pa- a prize package away here for the Syracuse game, and I know you got some trivia for folks to answer and to win it. Are we going to take calls right now? Yeah, you want to go ahead and just yeah, we'll knock it out. Let's get them see to call if someone me back. can get this one. Okay, Let's this is a good one. So we're giving away tickets to the Syracuse game. By the way, these are good seats and other swag too, right? Yes, there's lots of swag. Shirt. There's some cool stuff to wear, and uh, this is not just free tickets. So here is our trivia question. Thanks to Louise Baker. Yes, our Syracuse prize pack and the Baker team. At Long and Foster here in the New River Valley. Hope she feels better soon, by the way. Yeah, get your phones out. Okay, yes. Ready? 639-4900, 639-4900. Here we go. N- name the Virginia Tech quarterback who led the Hokies to an 11-win season, a number seven national ranking, and was first team all-ACC quarterback in 2005. Ooh, that's a what good one. What quarterback... What quarterback led the Hokies to an 11-win season, a number seven national ranking, and was the first team all-ACC quarterback in 2005? I like it. I like it. All right, 639-4900. Again, 639-4900. The first one to get it right, and the prize pack goes to you. The phone lines are exploding, William. Here we go. (laughs) All right, good morning. Who's this? Turn down your radio, please, so we can talk. Got it. There we go. Hey, who is this? Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Where you calling from? I'm over here in uh, Christiansburg. All right, Steve. Do you have an answer to Bill's question? Looking for the quarterback that led Virginia I'm, Tech to an 11-win season back in 2005 in a number seven final ranking. I'm thinking it's Tyrod Taylor. No, sir. Not Tyrod. Call us back. Call us back. I had a hunch this could get some people. Yeah, you you got the first one. Let's go right back to the phone lines. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Shane. Hey, Shane. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Which quarterback are we looking for? I think it was Marcus Vick, right? Marcus Vick was the guest. Marcus Vick, indeed. See, I thought I could sneak that in there. I thought I could sneak that in there between, you know, Brian Randall had that the year before (laughs) in 04. That's right. I don't think people realize what a great year 
Although his career yeah, attack. I'm driving here, so I can barely hear you. I've cut the radio down also. That's okay. Hey, Shane, do me a favor, Shane. Shane, call me back after the segment so I can get all your information, okay? Call me back at 639-4900, but congratulations. Good deal. All right, right man. Right. There you go. There you go. Shane got it. Shane knocked it out of the park. Good stuff. I, you know, Brian Randall had, had won the ACC Player of the Year the year before that, and Marcus didn't have a great ending to his career, but if you go back and look at his statistics – as the Hokies starting quarterback in 05, those are really impressive. Absolutely. And if it wasn't, <clears throat> and if it wasn't for <clears throat> excuse me, a wide receiver down at Georgia Tech by the name of Calvin Johnson, Marcus Vick would have been the, <laughs> That's right. he would have been the ACC player of the year. That guy was pretty good, that Calvin Johnson kid. Yeah, He was. Yeah, he by was. the way, all the people still calling in, we just got a winner. So I'm uh, sorry, uh, but yeah, we do have our winner. Shane won the tickets, and uh, thank you so much for participating. As now... It's time for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. You've kept me in the dark, my friend. I like this. This is fun. So the NFL world and the music world is a buzz on this Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. You know? uh, Have you heard about that? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I read something about that. I don't know if you... <laughs> so I was thinking, who are the big sports star... Big non-sports wife. Ooh. The top three of all time. Big sports star. So you've got to be you've got to be good in your sport. Right. Right. And you have to have a mega partner, meaning wife or ex-wife. Oh, this will be good. Seems like they all get, you know, former wife. Yeah, sure, sure. So, but it has to be for our audience. So in reality. <laughs> In reality, the biggest of all time is Gerard Piquet of Barcelona, one of their greatest players ever, who married Shakira. Ooh, that's a good because life decision. Now you're talking about <laughs> the biggest, the biggest Colombian music star of all time, mm-hmm. right? And one of the biggest European soccer players <laughs> of all time. Okay, now that may not resonate here. So, and I, and I do or did kind of like Shakira's music, right? Yeah, sure. You, you know, right? You could see where that would play in Medellin, Colombia. Okay, but that's not that's not our top three because we're in the New River Valley and no one knows who Piquet is. True, very true. <laughs> which would be a sacrilegious statement if you said oh, it in Oh, absolutely. Here are my number three. Okay. My personal number three because I liked – I have to like all of these people. Number one – or number three, uh, David Justice and Halle Berry. Oh, I forgot about that one. Okay. Remember her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Number two in the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift world. (laughs) Get to this point, we don't know. (laughs) Right. Spice Girl, Victoria Adams, and David Beckham. Yeah, that's right. That. That was a paparazzi. Oh, my goodness. They were everywhere. They were everywhere. That's right. And, and number one on my all-time list, and imagine, <coughs> excuse me again, imagine, Rick, if there were social media when this was happening. I know, I know. I think I know where you're going. Marilyn Monroe. Yes, yes. And Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> Can you imagine? You, I mean, that's just fun to think about how nuts that would have been today. I know. They tried to keep it quiet at first. They did. They did. Why is Marilyn hanging around the Yankee Club? <laughs> Why is she around the stadium so much? <laughs> I know. She's a big Yankees fan. 
You're exactly so right. So anyway. You're, that, that's, that's the all-timer. That, yep. Yeah, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. That's number one. There's a lot of great ones out there because a lot. I mean, sure, a lot of a lot of famous players marry movie stars or music stars or date, right? But that is like like Derek Jeter had like a he had like six. Oh yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? He did. But But that's but for this you actually had to be (laughs) official. You had to be partnered, married, right? Right. uh, And and and. You know, Marilyn Monroe and Joe were married. That's the coup de grace, man. I like it. I think so. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Perfect. So Perfect. we ended on that note. And I don't know where Kelsey and Swift go at this point. And yeah. I don't know that they would ever make that list. But uh, <laughs> but from a social media era, they're number one. They're number one? That's yeah. Any, that's all anyone is talking about yep. when when all the Swifties are watching the KC Chiefs now. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, have a good weekend off, my friend. You've earned it, unless you're doing TV somewhere. Who knows? I'm off this weekend. I'm really looking forward to that. Good, so Baxter good. gets he's going to get a, a fun weekend of, of playing with a stick and awesome. chasing a ball and and doing all those things that beautiful uh, two and a half year old Goldens like to do. You've both earned it, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, man. Take Talk care, brother. Next week. All right, there you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Good stuff. And thank you, Louise, again for the prize pack. Congratulations to Shane. Shane, if you're still listening, call me back right now, and we'll get you taken care of. Hope you're well, wherever you might be. 639-4900, Shane. From one Hall of Famer to the next, David Teal joins us when we come back. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling, and True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today the official entertainment destination of virginia tech athletics louise baker the louise baker team of long and foster realtors as the real estate market continues to soften consider selling your real estate and personal property with the louise baker team and linkus auctioneers larry linkus is a 51-year veteran with auction sales with experience knowledge dedication and the Virginia State Champion Auctioneer. Linkus Auctioneer stands ready to handle your auction event. Larry Linkus can offer certified personal property appraisals as well as live and online auctions. Check them out at LinkusAuctioneers.com. They are a long-standing company in the New River Valley. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda remind you when it's time to sell, check us out at nrvhomes.com. 